finalize, I think, our interns this summer. Well, that's exciting. So that's oh, they're going to sit near me, too. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're coming up, so I think we finally... Or stand near me, because we have sit-stand desks now. Yeah, actually, they'll be across from you, but... but yeah, so we have those pretty exciting. Uh, I won't reveal too much about them. Oh, yeah, please don't. In case. Uh, but they're not pretty good, but I did want to show you something real cool that came in the mail this week. Oh, did it? It did. I checked my mail in, like, months, so... Wow. The RO Newsletter 2022 recap. Cool. It looks pretty nifty. So I know we talked about it a few times uh, a while back, but we have received a PDA version. Okay. Now you can have the actual... Hard copy? Hard copy. Uh, and a little sneak peek for those who are watching today. You know, when I try to guess the guest of today, go to page 16 and you'll see... Ooh, nice little... You'll see who's... We'll be talking to you here shortly. Nice. I like that. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't checked your mail in over a couple months, make sure you make your way to the mail. Pretty cool. Marketing <laughs> made a lot of effort into this. So you can check it out and get a whole recap of what happened last year with RO and where we're going this year. Nice. So, that down softly, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, pro my producer's telling me, yeah, it stopped. That's it. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, it looks super slick. I'm excited to, to get it and kind of show... You know, talk to the fiance about it. So give give faces to the names that I mention all the time. There you go. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, so yeah, make sure you check it out. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, gentlemen, but we had a question come in. Live hard hat question. What? From a gentleman named Austin Robertson. Who's that? I'm not uh, ready for this. He asked the hard hat question of the rice score seems to only be uh, a people efficiency measurement. What about ideas in which you are not creating efficiency with people? Why not factor dollars or return on investment into the calc? I may have misread some of that. I apologize. The text is rather small from here. Austin asking the right questions here. Yes, Hagen. That's pretty funny. Because we had actually James Holmes. Donald. Uh, <clears throat> James Donald Holmes, yes. Him and I had discussed this, actually, and I had given, actually, a brief presentation to him oh. regarding a a a additional acronym we would append to rice It'd be called the price model oh, oh i know i like it but we would we would actually be looking at the monetary factors so i can't remember exactly what the p potential was what the p stood for so how much money this could save us in the long term and that would kind of help bring up some of those ideas that maybe don't have like i guess austin was referring to that don't have doesn't impact a lot of people because this the score is heavily influenced by the reach, the number of people you're impacting. Mm -hmm. That's why those ideas that tend to uh, impact operations tend to be the ones we go after. Wait, rightfully so, to a certain extent, right? Because, I mean, they are a large proportion of our company. But there are things like the mud tracker, for instance, mm -hmm. right? That, that could save us a lot of money if we can track that concrete correctly and we're not wasting excess concrete. That could be, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we're not factoring that into our model. But that's a good point. And so that is something that we're going to work on. We're still, the rice... The rice scoring is not perfect by any means. We're, we're still working on it. I think next quarter we're going to be focusing on the impact, making that impact a little bit better. And then I think we'll be adding some additional things to it to really get an accurate measure of the ideas. That's exciting. Sounds like you'll be busy the next couple of weeks. Oh, bro, no, I'm always busy. If you need help. There's a great tool out there that can help you out, an online tool. It's raving around the world. Open chat GPT. Open AI's chat GPT, you mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that because we're talking about OKRs. We actually use ChatGPT to help us write some more OKRs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it it's very nice. Um, just the wording. We had the ideas. <laughs> don't I don't want to I don't want to take away from James and I. We are yeah, I we're actually doing your work. job away from you if you really. You know, it's 
yeah, it really could. <laughs> it could, it could very well, it does a lot of the, like, so I guess previously I used to like have to like, I would go to Stack Overflow if I had a coding question or things like that. Now I just type into chat GPT, it writes out the code. I can tell it like the variable names I want. I can tell it the exact thing I want and boom, it pops out. Like chat GPT is amazing for writing code. That open AI. Oh, yep. you're, yeah, you're just mixing in those words. I like it. Yeah, but open AI is chat GPT. Um, but I'm curious, I, I know Josh Beck in the VDC department, he loves using chat GPT. But is there anything that you use it for? Uh, myself? Not at the end right now. I use my go-to search engine software. Uh, I have asked it also to review some products that we're looking to oh, really? implement things. So I'll ask it. Uh, open chat GPT. <laughs> open AI chat GPT. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just to give me a review of a certain website or an article. Yeah. Uh, and it can kind of provide, summarize certain websites or like I said, articles just in a quick... Give me the five takeaways from here. Yeah, I, that's what I, I think is great. Yeah, and like you can specify, like give me five, three, ten takeaways from it. And like, yeah. like and I'm not a big readers, reader, so this helps I know, me. It is tricky. And it's hard to read. Uh, uh, East and three just get confusing. Uh, but it makes it simple to yeah. summarize. Yeah. So, so far, that's it. Yeah, it's so, exciting. So don't be afraid of it. I mean, we it, have to embrace I to know how this to pronounce it first, but yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. Well, that's simple. As long as you, as long as you can put it in a bookmark on your on your web browser, that's fine. That's good enough, right? That'd be nice. Uh, I know we had a new segment last week. We did, and we actually received a submission about how to how to name this segment. We did, yes. Uh, Thank you. So we were inspired by Tamara to <laughs> to make establish the name of this segment. Uh, I think we're inspired by the building of Air Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, we might be going with building around the world. Building around the world. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So with that said, do you have any cool stories you want to share that yeah, you learned? Yeah, sure. I think I think we have time for perhaps one. Oh, just one maybe. <laughs> James' little fingers peeking out over there. Um, it was the California high-speed rail. Ooh. Um, not to be confused with uh, Elon Musk's uh, hypertube, I think it was what it called. Anyway, it's a high-speed train. It's supposed to connect, I think, as north as... Let me see, let me see. San Francisco to LA? No, 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 no. North, more north more norther than that. More norther. Um, but essentially, you, you kind of want to get that big SF to LA. Um, and I think also San Diego. I, I can't remember the name. You know how fast it would... Uh, it's supposed to be like around 220, 250 miles per hour. So you should be able to get to SF... From SF to LA in, in about three hours or so. Three um, hours? Yeah. Um, it's very, very expensive, though, going way over budget and going way over time. Because I think by twenty, I think by twenty twenty six, they were supposed to have the first leg of it built, and 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 now they say twenty twenty nine, which I think was the original final deadline for it. Um, but it's in yeah, it, w it ballooned from thirty three billion to about a hundred billion is their projected cost. Bucket change. Yeah, some minor things out there. Um, but it's supposed to be green, right? It's supposed to be somewhat sustainable. Uh, I think it's like all renewable energy is what's being used to power it. Um, so, and it'll be nice to have, you know, a high-speed train. I think if we if we compare ourselves to other nations around the world, I think our public transportation is very much lacking, especially when it comes to to commuter rails. Oh, pretty exciting! So if you go to California, keep an eye on that. Yeah, and we'll be able to use it until twenty thirty years. Or, yeah, <laughs> who knows? But uh, well, thanks for that little snippet. Sure, sure, sure. And that's been our segment, building around the world. Uh, but without any further ado, I know we're excited about a new guest. Oh, very exciting. Uh, many people know him. 
you can't don't get it confused with the wizard equivalent uh mr harry potter uh that was my way of doing a british accent it did not work uh but he does have a magical uh element when it comes to dealing with people uh we'll know him as the as the dad of not a dad the king of dad jokes yeah, word. Uh, uh but yeah we do have mr kevin porter with us today wow uh do you have any dad I do, jokes i do actually oh, okay. uh did you hear about the guy who who created the knock knock jokes i have not oh but i know, I know he, he he won a nobel prize so make sure you check him out google him uh, i get it like no bell there you go it took you a while you knock instead of ring that's right okay i tried to come up with that construction pun joke but i'm still working on it i want to hammer a few tweaks before i can deliver it i don't want to screw it up <laughs> which i might have already done so uh hammer screw i get it okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh, i thought you were just lying and i that's a good one no try to be smooth <laughs> do you have any jokes i didn't i don't want to no i don't want to embarrass myself you don't do that in this podcast right, that's yeah. only me yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah without further ado i think i'll like to introduce the charismatic empathetic and outstanding kevin porter yay kevin yes. are, are we live oh yeah we're rocking and rolling great just like that <laughs> awesome hey before we get started can i give you guys something has anyone ever given you all a gift <laughs> no so, never i uh you guys like cookies right Mr. Porter, we yeah. love cookies. I'm not sure who Tip is, but for $21, you can buy yourself a dozen cookies. Here you guys go. Oh, oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. And no pressure to anyone who comes on next time. Uh, yeah, put the, the bar. It's kind of funny. I'm, you know, for this year, I'm trying to lose weight. And so I went on, like, a, this website to, like, how to lose weight. And the very first thing it asked me is, uh, do you accept cookies? This website. <laughs> I'm like... Well, isn't that kind of counterproductive you know what i'm saying but i promise i'm gonna keep this serious i know that i don't want to we're not gonna be able to do this i'm laughing the whole time yeah. it could be uh 45 minutes of dad jokes and me laughing at yeah, all of them I and that might be the key to to making this uh wildly popular yeah yeah we'll, we'll see <laughs> like we're gonna find out whether we want to or not we'll see the viewers leave you know <laughs> no, we can watch them live but we'll, we'll get some immediate feedback uh, Mr. Kevin Porter, thank you for joining us today. Great. Well, thank you. Now, where do I look at? There's We're, you, we're just talking. We're having okay. a conversation here. Cesar Gonzalez over there on the uh, mics and the cameras. He he's makes awesome. all the I, magic happen. He's a great guy. He's incredible. Yeah. He's just He makes it look so seamless. Yeah. Whenever he can't make it, he's off trying to win us the next big project, and I've got to jump in there. I'm all over the place and screwing up the cameras, yeah. and the audio's all off. He just sits back there and he's just cool as a cucumber. Yeah, it's great on, on the ones and twos, making it happen. Well, it's great to be here. I appreciate uh, me inviting myself <laughs> on this show. So thank you for. Hey, we we love nothing more to have people like yourself on here. I think that uh, there's a lot of people who already adore you. Oh well, and this is just going to take it to to another level, another level of exposure, if you will. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, we'll see after this. We'll hide all the I negative. Have no comments. idea what's going to happen in the next forty five minutes or. It'll be a lot of fun for all of us. We'll see. We'll see. So, Mr. Porter, uh, you've been here for what two and a half years now, two roughly? Years, right? uh, December twenty uh, eighth, twenty twenty. And a little days. fun fact it was me, and there's another gentleman that was rehired, so we're part of like the like the group. A little guy named Todd Wynn. and so that he's cool. Gosh, that's so funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah just so we got hired in at the same time. Um, 
right? Right before New Year's, and it was awesome. Yeah, Talk so. about a turning point, right? Yeah, life change. Man. <laughs> so, so you've been here for two and a half years. What do you love about RO? Man, I'll tell you, I think when you work for a company, sometimes you can start maybe making a contribution. And then if you do that, maybe you can make an impact. But I really like the fact I feel like I can make a difference. Mm. And that's like a whole other level. Um, and just it's also encouraged of how, what can I do to make a difference, not just through people's services, but in the lives of our employees. But the great thing is the difference that people are making in my life. It's a, that was, I was hoping that was going to happen. And it came back in tenfold. Just, just the people I work with, the coworkers, you guys, uh, it's awesome. It is such so a great Making place. a difference is truly my RO experience. That's a good one. We're, we're, we'll, be, we'll be clipping that one and, and sharing it with And family. Ass. You know, I figured. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that you made, you know, you, you love that you're able to, to really make a difference yeah. here. For those that aren't familiar, what, what is your current role at RO? All right. So as of right now, so hopefully it hasn't changed in the next four or five minutes, but Vice President of People Services. So um, it's kind of interesting because People Services was the human resources. And I was always been HR. Uh, and then when I was talking to uh, Justin and Austin and, and others, they just didn't want HR. They just they didn't want they want a department of just the you know, hiring and the benefits. Uh, they they really were saying, Kevin, we have a vision for people services. And at that moment, I didn't really understand it. I get it now of just trying to have a department that's really focused on the employees, also employees families. And that is pretty cool. You know, so um, we're. I think we're making some really good progress of really, you know, being part of a department that's really focused on how we can make the life of our men and women in the field offices easier. So, yeah, I'm working the people service group. I think it's a great testament to, to the agility that RO has maintained while growing as a yeah, company as well. Absolutely. We still look at things and say, hey, here's this human resources department that uh, deals with all of our hiring performance reviews uh all the salary timekeeping all these things right we're gonna take that whole thing we're gonna rebrand it yeah and we're going to reimagine from the ground up what their role is yeah uh, it takes uh it takes a lot of courage to make that kind of move because there's a there's a lot of risk you don't know what's going to happen yeah absolutely it might be poorly received it might not work out real well so i i, I love hearing that and as a small new department uh that i'm in yeah. very appreciative of that nimbleness that remains uh so you've been here for two and a half years and i don't think you're 24 not yet what were you doing uh between uh 22 and ro all right so i'm not sure my comedian uh uh job didn't go that well so I find uh, that very hard to believe yeah so so before ro i was with a company called lauren engineers i was there for 20 years and loved it. You know, they did oil and gas um, and build power plants and uh, solar uh, uh, panel power plants, which is hot. So great, great job. Uh, but there's this, um, you know, so that's what I did prior to coming to RO. And so you spent 20 years at Lauren, you said, right? That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a long time. It's a career for yeah, two, a, a lot of two people. decades, man. Man, that's incredible. Uh, but then you, you, you did come over to RO. Uh, what does loyalty mean to you in particular? I'm, I'm very curious here because I you, yeah. you obviously love both deeply. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing, especially kind of being oil and gas, uh, you know, it's a very, it's up every five years. It kind of has a sickle of like going up and then going down. And it's, it's hanging through with a company through the good times and, and not so good times. 
Um, and it really is great that you're loyal to the, it's easy to be loyal when, you know, things are good and you're, you know, able to pay bonuses and stuff. But when things go low, you know, are you still going to, you know, be there? And especially being in the oil and gas industry, sometimes you had to do pay cuts, you know, and that's, that's really the, the, is it rubber meets the road? What they say as far as, it's not necessarily a test by any means, but I feel very blessed to be with companies that I just believe in, you know, and uh, Lauren was a great chapter of my life. And I'll tell you, RO is a phenomenal new, new chapter for my life. And I've, I'm excited just to have that loyalty with RO. And the great thing is RO toward me and I know toward the other family members, you know, they're loyal to so I think loyalty to me is not just in the good times, but when times do get a little rough or when it gets hard, are you going to press in and just like, you know what? I'm not going to let this go. You know, mm-hmm. or are you going to say, you know what? It's tough. I think I'm just going to go down the road. So that's what sure. loyalty means to me. Yeah. Especially like you said, in the oil and gas, it's, it's boom or bust, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, you're lying in your pockets with gold or you're, you're going home hungry. Yeah. It seems. Uh, yeah. So we have some, people in the office here that have family members that work in oil and gas and kind of being able to hear through them firsthand, like, Hey, when it's good, it's, yeah. it's good. But whenever it's not good, there it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, tough. another yeah. dry hole. Right. Yeah, it's tough. So this was uh, something that came up in a, a conversation outside of work the other day. And I, I had a very interesting discussion with somebody, but we got discussing uh, loyalty and honesty. Mm. And I feel like those two get tied in together very yeah. frequently. You know, people say, Oh, I'm loyal and honest. Yeah. Well, okay. That's great. But I think those are two Two different things. I think that you can be exceptionally loyal. I think sometimes to be loyal, you have to be slightly dishonest. Yeah. I think there's those moments where a significant other what have you says, Hey, how do I look today? And you go like, not nah, maybe you should go back to bed or something for another hour. Uh, but that's not loyal. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They need you there to, su- yeah. to support them. So to you, what is more important, loyalty and or or honesty, and and why would you make that choice? Yeah, you know. I do feel like sequence matters. What I mean by that is like trust and respect, which one's more important. Mm. And I think once you have respect and you can have trust. So I'll be lying if I say loyalty, because I do feel like it's honest, honesty. That needs to be the foundation because you can be loyal and just totally dishonest and talk behind people's back, but you're loyal. But I think if the better way is just having that honesty and I will change the word honesty of being vulnerable, you know, really being true to who you are. Um, and, and then in the situations of, know do i look fat you know and you know obviously there's a way to be honest with a person um you know and and also identify but not necessarily always giving a false message so i say be honest with yourself be honest with others and then that creates that loyalty it's beautiful yeah i think something we can we can all work on and improve and going back to the story with my past career is even when you have times are tough you're honest. Hey, this is what's happening. You know, these are some of the challenges we're experiencing, you know, as an organization. Um, then you have loyalty, you know, and, and I love the honesty that we have here. RO, just the transparency with the RO connects and the different town hall, halls, the OKRs. This is where we're at, you know, and I hopefully, I know it has for me and I, and I hope for every you know person in, in the RO family, you know, just that extreme loyalty. Yeah, that's uh it's such a beautiful thing whenever you see the two uh, k- kind of dance yeah. in harmony. Yeah. Um, I used to be of the mindset that it was, it was all honesty, right? Yeah. Like if you can be brutally honest about everything, you'll be all right. And I think there might be some value to that, but it's, it's also a slippery slope. You yeah. can, 
you can end up being very unintentionally hurtful to people. Yeah, I think complaining, because complaining yeah. is a form of honesty. Like, if you put onions on my dad's hamburger, he's going to be <laughs> honest with you. He's like, this is wrong, you know, but he was honest, but yet he was doing it with a wrong heart. You know, he was, you know, you, you know, not complaining. And, of course, Dad, if you're watching, I, I didn't mean to share that. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, I think that there is... Uh, uh, there's a bear, there's a kind of a, a area that you need to make sure are you being honest or did you take it to the next level? So back on the the topic of RO, how how did you end up here? Were you just kind of yeah. carousing job listings and you saw oh there's this RO place in Dallas that seems interesting? Yeah, what's this? Uh, I love it when things happen without really planning. I think those are the best things in life. And so uh, I, I had a, a good friend that was in a career transition. And um, let me pause a little bit. Uh, I used to work with a, a guy named Austin Robertson. Have you heard of him? Uh, so, like maybe once or twice. So we, were, we were in the same company for about four years, 2013 to 2017. Um, and, you know, I just, uh, so fast forward to 2020, uh, I had a, a friend that was between jobs and I really thought a lot of this guy. And um, I said, well, let me make some phone calls. And then just out of the blue, it was uh, Thursday at 3 p.m., you know, November of 2020 or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought of uh, Austin for some strange reason. And, and, I, and this guy, so I called Austin up and said, hey, I don't know really what you do. Uh, I think you're in construction, but I have a great resume. Can, can I send it your, your way? Um, and he's like, Kevin, it's so funny you called at this moment because we were, were looking for, you know, a human resource person. And, you know, we're just talking to people at this moment. You know, you know I know you probably will never probably leave where you're at because you've been there for so long. I remember thinking, yeah, I, I can't do that. I can't, you know, I'll never leave. And I shared that with my wife and she goes, well, did you give it any thought? I'm like, and wives, man, they, they're amazing. They, they really have a way of just speaking truth. And so I, and I didn't, you know, and I really thought about it hard. And, and then I called, I just had a piece like, oh, maybe there's something there. You know, I didn't even think about this. So I called Austin up and said, hey, look, I know I told you no, but I love a conversation if it's still available. And he said, yeah, so we uh, got, got, had a trip to Dallas and talked to Carrie and, and Leon and, and really from that moment on, um, it was awesome, you know, and I got to wear my, my power suit jacket, you know, and uh, talk with Emma and uh, it was a great experience. And I just knew at that moment, if I was going to leave a place of comfort, this was the place I wanted to be, you know, and, um, and just not look back. What an incredible, just, I don't know if coincidence, it, it seems too, uh, too constructive to be a coincidence. Yeah. It, it feels more uh, manifest destiny, if you will. Yeah. And just one to, of the great things, and I know uh, Linda and Karen, um, you know, especially in the talent specialist, we get to hear these stories of the RO story of, of the path here. And everyone has amazing story of how they got here. And it's not coincidence. You know, I really feel that we're all here for a purpose, you know, and it's just neat when our stories kind of, I don't want to say collide, you know, I don't want to be train wreck. I hope that doesn't happen in California. So, but anyway. Too, too soon, too, yeah, too soon. Sorry, sorry. But uh, where they meet and join, you know, and, and for this moment in time, we're together and our stories are here together. It's great. That's where the, the, the trains merge. Merge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out in there, I think all right, testing. Going down a bit. All right. Which one? So, so I repeat everything I just said. Should we yeah, start just over? Start over at the top. Right. Yep, the last fourteen minutes. Rewind. All right, so I was on this website with cookies. So, all right, we'll go no, back. you're good. He's able to see the volumes and all that over there. So right. the cables pulling out and all that. We're 
we're figuring it out as we go. This yeah. is our second time here, and it's all going to change in a couple of weeks. So uh, bear, bear with us. I apologize, and thank you so much. He's just on top of it. Great. Can't, can't get enough of that guy. Uh, very important question for you, sir. Uh, when did you learn that you were Canadian? Yeah, like that was crazy. And so uh, can I give you a little history about Canada? Please do. Um, n- most people be- did not know how Canada was given, like the name Canada. Did you know how they named Canada? I have no idea how they named Canada. Oh, this is this is awesome. Okay, so they got these two Canadians, you know, and they got this box of letters, and they got this like a letter out, and then an American was going to write down the name of the country, right? And so they're you, you follow do you, do you follow me so far? <laughs> I think so. Okay, so the two Canadians got the first letter, and they go, "Oh, it's a C A," and then they like Americans writing it, and the next letter, it's N A. And that's how Canada, they were going to be called Canada, but the American didn't realize the Canadians say A. So anyway, so, um, <laughs> so about that, so my, my mom's from Buffalo, New York, and my dad uh, is, uh, well, he's from Buffalo, but he had a job uh, in Ontario, Canada, you know, Toronto. Uh, and we, I was born there. And then after about maybe less than a year, they moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So at some point they told me, hey, Kevin, we got it. We got to We got to sit you down. You don't know this, but you are a dual citizen. I'm like, what? How come I didn't know about this? So it's, I was beside myself. You know, I'm, there was a light bulb that went off. Uh, I get the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica things yeah. that happened today. And I think today, if 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 I'm not mistaken, Cesar, if you want to verify with this, I think today the Dominion of Canada was created yeah. by uh, the the whatever British Colonial Act or something like that. So that's, that's funny. I didn't plan that at all. And I just think it's weird that in, my, uh, in our, the people services, we have a Canadian, which I think is kind of, now we have like 1.5 Canadians, which who's, is awesome. Who's the other? Oh, I'm not, you don't know who the other one is? No. Oh. Hold whenever, on. <laughs> I'm trying to think who's the nicest person at RO. I'm going to have the YouTube family. Is it the YouTube audience? They'll con- I'll have them chime in. But when they say Ben, it's awesome. It ben, I, I, for, I'm not, and I'm not, making, I'm not making jokes, so I hope she doesn't get upset. <laughs> Um, and it's a lady in my department. It wasn't me. I guess I'm the only guy, right? So, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, they can chime in. So. <laughs> I'll be curious to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I think I have. Okay. Well, we'll I'll, I'll hold off on my guess and, okay. and, and, until later. We'll give everyone a chance to chime in. Yeah, that's 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 wild. From Canada to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Just yeah, absolutely. Didn't stop anywhere along the way. Didn't try Missouri or Ohio or Oklahoma. You just say, you know, we're going all was, the way. One, I couldn't drive, so I wasn't in control. But yeah, so my my um, my dad and his brother, uh, they started a construction business called Form Form, um, and this is like these styrofoam little, little balls, you know, packages. But they made bricks, and yeah. then they put concrete, so it's like insulation to build your house. So they did that in the Southwest. Of course, things were booming, but together they were just really kind of, of course, what two brothers were. You know, this you know, you know I'm not sure who has brother, but they weren't getting along. So my grandparents made them say, hey, look, guys, you can't, we, family's more important, so sell your business. And so my, then my father got into the concrete pumping business. Uh, it's called Pump with Porter, which is kind of a cool, you know. It's awesome. Yeah, um, and so, so, but yeah, Albuquerque is great. You know, I, I love growing up there um, and just everywhere you go, you can get green chili. You know, McDonald's, you know, it's, it's phenomenal. So. So is, is, are you a bit of a green chili fanatic? Do you, they have a festival, don't they? Have a hatch chili or green chili festival, something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, it's spicy, man. So you can if, if you have allergies or anything like that, you just go there. But they have a festival. They got the um, hot air balloon festival in October, and a lo- lot of not blowing hot air. So and that's not funny. I mean, that's not. 
It's not. It's a little bit funny. I don't know. It's like I was talking to my friend over, no, like, I'm over here quoting yeah. Eldridge. Like, overseas. Funny. He goes, Hey, Kevin, have you heard of the, the big meter? I'm like, Big meter? I'm like, Do you mean Bigfoot? <laughs> and so, like, that could be funny. What'd you think? Do you get it? Because meter and. But, okay. I love it. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's, back that to that. So, back to Albuquerque. Uh, well, on the topic of food, though, yeah, uh, I came across some information. Yes, you have uh, two things that you are very passionate about. Absolutely, a lot. One is cheese and potato pierogies. Pierogies, yep. And the other, uh, which I believe is a bucket list item for you, is uh, completing an Ironman. Yeah, I know by looking at me, you're thinking, man, that guy. If he takes, like, pulls up, you know how Ironman they have like these logos on their hamstrings, like the Ironman logo. I don't have that yet. Uh, but yeah, I love two of them, and obviously you're thinking, is that one? They seem a bit at conflict yeah. with one another. Well, I will say in a previous life, like in my 20s and 30s, I was pretty pretty active. I love running, um, and when you're running like 10 or 15 miles, you can eat like whatever you want, you know? For sure. Progres and stuff like that. Now, Progres, my mom's Polish, and I just love the Polish history that I have in my, my family, and so uh, just my grandparents. And so, yeah, pierogies was just a family thing that we always had. So I love the little potato or sour cream pierogies and go run 15 miles. And I don't do that anymore. You know, so. <laughs> well, why but, not? Well, well, the funny thing is I was at the gym the other day and I saw the weirdest thing. There's uh, those treadmills and some guy was putting a bottle water water where you put your Pringles can. I'm like, what is he doing? Then you know that doesn't go there. But anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> you get it because it's okay. what, 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 the Pringles. So do you the, do you, do you, do you drink Pringles? Do you, do you just like take the whole can or? I think. How, how do you eat Pringles? I guess is my question. Well, you try, uh, but like I have like kind of thick cans, right? So you can only you go so far, out, yeah, right? Yeah, so you just go there and then you just put it. And I guess you're not supposed to put it back in the break room when you're done. So don't. <laughs> it's kind of like double dipping, right? So don't don't do that. This is how we got COVID, Mr. Porter. You got to watch yourself. <laughs> yeah. Got to wipe that off afterwards, at least. Oh, goodness. Was, we're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. It's, All right. I was literally cramping up early. Right, where did you start from, like, laughing? I don't know if I've had not enough water, not enough bananas. Well, usually but... people don't tell me I'm a pain in their stomach. Usually they say I'm a pain in their other part. I mean, foot? Yeah, oh, never mind. Well, I don't get it. Could you elaborate? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you have uh, you, you're married. You have five kids. Yeah, five which kids. Is a, a, a lot. It is a lot. But you have uh, two. Two of your sons are adopted, correct? Yeah. yeah so we went to the, fo the foster to adopt, and uh, it's uh, obviously that's not for everyone. But what I'll tell you, my life is changed through them. I mean, they're uh, they're amazing, and I think. One challenge I would challenge people, and it may not be adoption, you know, there might be other things, but do things that might make you uncomfortable. You know, really challenge yourself. And so their name is Ray and Zai. Uh, and then my other daughters, I have Natalie, who's going to be 21 April 5th. Yeah, I have a 21-year-old, which is... That's incredible. Yeah, which is awesome. And then I have Lily. Uh, she's a senior in high school. She'll be graduating and be going to ACU. Um, that's Wildcats. The W. Sure. That's uh, my oldest goes to AM, so if there's any whooping out there, you can whoop for her. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then my my youngest daughter, Everly, uh, she's a freshman, and she was be getting her driver's permit 
um, you know, in, in a couple weeks. So that seems to work out pretty well for 21 and driver's permit. Yeah. Be like, hey, you just got your permit. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, and so I'm my, too many. My, my boys are Ray and Zyme, and I cannot talk about my family without mentioning the love of my life who, you know, keeps everything going for me is my wife, Rebecca, will be celebrating 24 years of marriage in uh, 2023 in August. We're not there yet, but I'm I'm kind of thinking we'll make it. So. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, fantastic. Great. Yeah, so five kids. It's awesome. It's loud. Um, every, everything is sometimes can be unpredictable, but it's fun and wouldn't want any any anything else, any different. So uh, you had three kids and you adopted two more. Yeah. I think most people that have three kids are like, oh, this is a, that's enough, yeah. a handful, right? But we had a suburban at the time. Oh, so so it's, it's like, you know, we have like whole extra seat thing. I'm like, you know, might as well. Sure, sure. Like, I would say thought. going from like one to three. I mean, that's a big jump. But like three to ten, I mean... <laughs> it's not really. And once you start at three, I mean, might as well. Let's do three more. Are you planning for more? No. Well, oh. I don't. I don't think so. So we're. But yeah. So uh, but yeah, five kids. Uh, so I feel like I said uh, can be just an absolute emotional roller coaster. How did you prepare yourself for that? Or did you, I guess, yeah, how, how did you prepare yourself for that? Did you prepare yourself well, for Well, for that? kid number one, we bought that book, you know, what to expect when you're expecting. I think everyone has that book, you know, that little expecting lady on the cover and stuff like that. Um, I don't, I think we read a little bit of it, but then obviously you can plan so much, but it's just being in the moment. And I think that's the theme of just, you know, every kid is beautifully and totally different. Um, and you just have to just, Kind of have a good uh, communication with your spouse and just be for one another. Um, but you really can't like pair all this stuff, you know, and maybe some people do, but for us, especially with five kids, you know, you just have to, you know, we do that zone defense and kind of figure things out. That's, that's interesting to hear. Cause that's a, uh, I feel like one of these people always think, Oh, I'm not ready. And it's like, I don't know if anyone yeah. ever is for that anything that was and that's one of the things like when i was younger i was thinking okay when i have this amount of money i'll do this or when i have this and you, it just that's not for me not the way to live life you know i mean not gonna say don't be reckless necessarily um but don't think that when you get here this is then you can do this or that you know just just jump all in and that was really hard for me i think being uh being a son of a, a very a great businessman um you know i you know making business decisions, you know, but sometimes, and one of the things that my dad showed me is also living by faith too. You know, you need to be responsible, but you also need to just put yourself out there. You know, I think parenting is kind of like that. Have a little, little, little trust in yourself and yeah. a little, little, especially with our 21 year old. I mean, she is phenomenal. And, uh, and that's, you know, she is an adult, you know, and, you know, her decisions are going to be different than my decisions, but I have faith that, um, my wife and I, we've invested and we modeled and, um, you know, obviously we weren't perfect, but we did our best and she's responsible. And, and now in this new chapter of, of her life, you know, you just have to let them do, do their thing. And then she's, she has some great things in store for her just with all the kids. Uh, I think you said it best there. Whenever you said that, you know, you, 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 you did a good job. You and your wife put forth that effort up front. Uh, not, not to, be too um, oblivious to, to families and all that. But I, I think that kind of goes for a, a lot of things, you know what yeah. I mean? Whether it be a, a, a personal project or work-related or what have you, like that that yeah. little bit of planning ahead of time, that effort you put into doing things the right way the first time around uh, pays off dividends in the long run. 
greatly. Absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, I'm curious to hear, I, I know you want to talk a little bit about some of the people's services yeah. stuff you have uh, going on. What's new and exciting in the people's services world? Well, one thing I, I got to get a shout out, shout out to the people I work with. So, so Sarah and Karen and Linda and Jenna, Jenna and Veronica, um, they're just phenomenal. Um, now I'm a little nervous. I think I got everyone. <laughs> so, but I couldn't do it without them. Um, and, and we, as a group, do a great job. And so we really are excited of some of the things that we have going on. Uh, I think last year, employees noticed a lot of the training um, that we've done, more training opportunities. So it's really great to be a part of, you know, providing an avenue for that and just getting employees to be trainers um, and have people learn and grow together. So that's really exciting. Um, one thing that we realize is as far as the way we have employees access information as we've grown, it's hard. You know, like if you want to know, hey, how much vacation hours do I do I have? Well, where do you go for that? Or I wonder what I've been doing with training, or I want to look at some of my past performance appraisals to kind of see where I developed. Well, everything's really kind of spread out. And I think some people have seen this year, one of the things that we're going to be rolling out is a new employee hub. And so I'll tell you our IT department um, and our accounting department and, you know, the people service group, they're working very, very hard on this new uh, platform called UKG. And they're actually testing stuff out right now um, and we're really excited in the very soon employees will receive an email say, hey, this is live to look at your information. Eventually, this will be uh, where people go to look at their paychecks um, and some other great things. So we're excited for that coming to, coming out. Another thing that I am, I'm, I'm, I'm jazz. You ready for this? Um, I think so. I don't know. I didn't, uh, but there's this a hunger that employees have of learning, you know, really more than I've ever seen before of just like, you know, what can I do to really grow uh, and so even though we made some good progress on training, there's a whole other chapter. Um, and so we're going to be rolling out kind of like a learning management system, but it's tailored. It's not just this plug and play that you buy at like LinkedIn learning or anything like that. It's going to be an RO feel, you know, it's going to be, how can I be, um, work my web as a superintendent or how can I work my web as a project manager or how do I be a better leader? You know? Uh, and so we're really excited about um, having kind of a, more than just a portal, but a place where employees can go to learn and grow. Now it's not all just going to be these YouTube videos. I mean, there's going to be e-learning, there's going to be live teams meeting. Um, and so uh, one of the great hires that we're going to do is even though I think we're all champions of learning, we're going to find someone that's really gifted and we have a great lead that will, uh, hopefully there'll be a big announcement uh, soon of someone that will be really helping us to take us to the next level on learning. So there's some great things really, um, ahead in 2023 for the people service group, but more importantly for the employees of RO that I'm excited about. That's incredible. And I love hearing about the kind of multimodal nature of the, the trainings that are available as well yeah. as having a, uh, an in-house expert on uh, sounds like how to train. Uh, Cause we all might, I say, well, people will have domain specific knowledge on concrete or on doing an RFI or whatnot, but having someone that can assist them or show them how to, deliver that message in yeah. the most effective means possible really takes that person who might not have a focus on spending the time creating a, a dialed in curriculum, but has that knowledge and really just, uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a power up a Mario. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, they're getting a little absolutely. Mushroom. And we have so much talent here, so we don't have to like go out and get, you know, social matter experts. I mean, the people here, they're first class um, and just having that coach, someone that can help them, or I like the word activate, activate them to really make that connection. And so 
um, man, it's going to be it's going to be a great time. Um, I think employees are really going to start seeing more and more things coming at the end of second quarter as we go to the third quarter. So we're really looking forward. To it. So yeah. there's a guy, there's a lot of effort behind the scenes right now. So again, a big uh, shout out to to Connie and Blake and Terry and Greg and of course you know Sarah and a lot, a lot of the folks behind the scenes that are really work is almost around the clock to make sure all this stuff happens. That's it takes a village, right? Yeah. That's uh what 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 should we all be doing as our employees to to make a a more uh, a better people make RO a better people services company. Um well, I think the first thing and I think we are doing it very well of just building relationships, you know, that community. I'm not sure if that, that's the type of question, but as far as what makes RO different and what makes the focus of RO special is that intentional relationships with one and um, and also having a relationship where someone has a question, you point them to the right resources, you know? And so I think, um, and I see that almost every job site I go to or every office that, you know, the people are willing to invest and to pour in um, our broad, our project directors and project executives. I mean, that's, they're just not focused on building things, but even like on, we did a, a kickoff training yesterday um, and even we do some mobile, mobilization. It's all about how we can um, complement one another with personalities. You know, how can we really put people together that will make each other better? You know, so I think that will take us to really investing in people's services. And when I say people's services, you know, RO, you know, one another. Sure. Yeah. We're, we're built on people and uh, I'm sure that any combination of uh, RO employees, if you add them up, they're greater than the sum of their parts, but yeah. how, how can we, find the greatest sum of those parts, which yeah. people mesh together best on what kind of projects and what makes people tick and how do we keep them motivated and engaged and, uh, and, and fulfilled and all those types of things. That's, yeah. that's, that's awesome stuff. It's awesome to hear. Uh, I feel like you are probably the resident expert on mental health. Well, I don't know about that, but I do. I appreciate that, you know, and again, it's surrounding yourself with people that are very passionate about this. But, um, you know, one thing, and of course, all joking aside, you know, life is fun, but life can be hard, you know, and there can be, even when we're around 505 employees here at RO, you could feel alone, you know. Um, you know, one of the things that people hear me say, um, I kind of use this analogy, like if you're at kind of a, a, a red light and you're in the second car, cars ahead of you, and it turns green, how long do you wait till you honk the horn? You know, you know, some people say About eight tenths of a second. But let's just say there's a like a big old bumper sticker and says, Hey, have patience. I'm learning to drive a five speed speed for the first time. How long would you wait? One tenth of a second. Yeah. Well the thing is they need you, to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you might have a little bit of understanding. Sure, the problem sure. is we don't walk around with our coworkers with bumper stickers, say, Hey, I just got in a big fight with my wife. Hey, my son just got diagnosed with this issue. You know, I think if we knew what was going on, we would have more patience or maybe understanding. So I think I just would love to use this platform to let people know it's okay not to be okay. And you're not alone. You know, I've walked through some very hard things in my life, um, but I was able to kind of pull through and I'm still a work in progress, but just have, just being honest and vulnerable. Um, and when people say, Hey, are you okay? Not like, yeah, okay. I will say, no, I'm really you got some time to hear me out or can you talk? Cause I can guarantee you, even though we're busy, we're never people, the most busiest person, they will listen. They want to listen. That's what we're here for, you know? And so I would, I would just tell people, you know, please reach out to your coworkers, your supervisor, 
myself, you know, Sarah, Karen, Linda, Je- Jenna, Veronica, or anyone in our group, we want to, we want to listen, you know, and we have resources, you know, we have a phenomenal EAP that gives five free visits for employing their family. We have mm-hmm. some great, uh, most people don't realize that counselors are just treated just like, um, physicians on our, our like a copay or depend what plan you're on. And so some really good resources, because sometimes all you need is a, a listening ear, but sometimes it might need a little bit deeper than that, you know? And so uh, just, just, and that's what the beauty about RO is being that having an environment, people want you to be your very best. Uh, I love hearing that. It's such a, a beautiful thing. And I feel bad now I'm over here making jokes giving you a hard time about the yeah. bumper sticker but that's a i think that is something yeah, now you feel bad about like oh, man. I feel horrendous to be honest with you but i'll find a way to cope with that all right um i think that's one of those things where we we as humans tend to think of like oh i need to take care of myself i need to work out i need to yeah. eat right and that mental and emotional side of things tends to be i don't know if neglected is the right way to be thought of it but not considered as much as it yeah. probably should be. And that's a great comment. I know, you know, before COVID, you know, RO had a, a wellness plan. And I think people thought of, well, it's about the, you know, your biometric screening and, and going to the gym. Well, it's more than that. And we're, and, and we're working on it. And I know Sarah has a lot of passion on what wellness looks like. And so we are um, it, right now behind the scenes putting together a well-being plan, you know, so it's not just your physical health, but how you're doing mentally and and we know that financial issues is a big stress so what about financial management and if i can give a plug on uh, april 14th at 11 a.m so if you look at your ro communication training there's a gentleman named dan miller that would be doing a training on mental wellness he did one last month it was phenomenal and so uh, right now after you listen to this amazing youtube podcast thing go to your key style and sign up for that uh training with dan miller and i think you would really get a lot out of him Awesome. Yeah, definitely need to take advantage. Everyone needs to be taking advantage of those trainings out there. Yeah, it's great. You know, and I know it's a little clunky. It's not the best way um, to communicate. You know, the, the it's coming. A better way is coming with our learning management system uh, very soon. But until then, we work with what we have, you know. And so uh, but I do want employees to know that we do hopefully have different types of training every month. Some are skill-based. Uh, some are more mental or wellness. And, and some are soft skills. Um, there's going to be a phenomenal guy do something called Generation Matters to training. I forgot the guy's name. Oh, it's me. Um, <laughs> because this is one of the things is like, this is the first time in American history that we have four generations working together and people are different. You know, leadership styles of the people of the baby boomers are different than the Generation Z, you know, like even right now, how many generations do we have in this room? Yeah, like uh, Hagen, what, what generation are you? I think he's a... Uh, I think yeah. he was born in the mid '90s. Well, anyway, it's just all different of how we how we view things. Yeah, yeah, and it's just um, I think it's just an awareness, right? Because you yeah. go so much of your life, you go you go through school, you're around people the same age. You go to college, yeah. you're around people the same age. You start working somewhere, you're generally around people similar age. Yeah. But then at some point, uh, you end up engaging with a lot a, a much broader yeah. spectrum of humans, and if especially I think the people out in the field. Uh, you know, you could be in a, uh, a senior superintendent with, you know, 30 years at RO and you might be working with a project engineer that is yeah. three days out of school. Be like, how, how do you guys communicate effectively? You just had very different life experiences. Yeah. And I think there's a tension of like, okay, who needs a change? Do I need a change or do they need a change to fit me? You know, there's that tension. Um, is it, you got to so let's, oh, you, yeah. let's go. I want to hear about yeah. that. And so I think it is, is where 
instead of changing, how can we show each other and meet in the middle? And I think that's a lot about life is we're not necessarily asking people to not be who you are, um, but can you refine your, redefine or refine yourself, you know, a little bit and make yourself more approachable, you know, and, and I, I really encourage people really get to know each other. I know so, sometimes in construction, people say, man, these people are rude or they're, they're tough, but no, they're, they're not, they might be a little bit more direct, you know, they might be a little bit more. And so let's not label folks until we really get to know them. So for sure. I know I had a bit of a reputation in the past for being uh, a bit hot headed at times. No, but, seriously. <laughs> uh, I, I worked with concrete all, yeah. all, all, all day and it's the, only perishable construction product that arrives on a job site. So that truck shows up on site. Like we got 90 minutes. That yeah. thing needs to be empty. So whenever I'm, you know, laconic or short or direct about things, it's not out of a lack of love for those people. It's because I'm worried about 10 other things need to happen right now. So if you ask me, Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Go. Yeah. Ask me when there's not a concrete truck dumping into a we'll pump. say as a former concrete pumper, I appreciate that because <laughs> there's nothing worse we want is to have you know, 105 degree day and you have all this concrete in your hose or hopper and you just have people don't have their stuff together. But yeah, I get that yeah. concrete out. And it, like I said, it's not, not out of lack of love for, for anybody. You catch most of those trucks are gone. I'll sit down and talk to you about uh, anything for literally hours. And someone could but, maybe, if they know you, they say, man, this guy just all task oriented, doesn't care about people, but it, we're just wired differently. And that's the beauty of, of work coworkers and just exploring how we're to get, we're, I mean, not to be too cliche, but we are better together, you know, and, and, I, and that's why I love the, the statement that we're, we're communicating to all, all of our, our employees. If you can believe it, we only have five minutes left. We've been going for oh, yeah. 40 minutes already. This Sorry. time flies by. Uh, I, I have two questions that I absolutely have to get to. Uh, w one of which is uh, if you were stuck on a deserted island, oh. what two items are you taking with you? It's funny you say that because you never know when you're going to be on a desert island. So I actually have the two items with me. Is that okay if I... I'd be disappointed okay. if you didn't. Okay. So the first one, I have this volleyball because there's a guy I know, he was actually on an island. And so he said this was really important. So I got this one here. So, and then I also have this little pocket watch here. Okay. And, uh, and so you open it up here and it has my beautiful wife. Aw. And so I was right up on that one. I think oh, yeah. we got you right now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those are the two items I'll have with that me. Is so sweet. Yeah. That's a nice looking watch. Is that like a, a family heirloom or, you know, I think, it, yes, it is. And so if my parents are watching, maybe they can tell, or I forgot what it is, but uh, it is, a, a, I think it was my grandfather's, which is probably oh, wow. pretty, pretty nice. So yeah. It's just something like George Washington. I don't know. Huh. That's so interesting to think about now that, uh, you know, you said it was your grandfather's and he yeah. probably carried it just as a, a means of keeping yeah. time, like yeah, a yeah. very practical approach to yeah, things. That's usually for watches, you know, and and I bet you he kept it in his pocket. One would presume so. <laughs> yeah. So here we are two generations later. Yeah. yeah. And it's a thing of, it's a, and see, I couldn't tell you last time I put eyes on a physical pocket watch. Um, it so it's just so interesting how quickly things change just you mentioned yeah. the kind of multi-generational environment that we're in yeah there's probably people working that might have had one of those at some point or ha saw their parents carry one or what have you and i'm pretty sure now there's there's people who was it, the thing about the uh kids that that show yeah. the phone like like this or whatever however it goes instead of uh yeah it, this is the, how you the, do the it hook shaped guy uh it's, it's very interesting how how quickly that all changes yeah 
And I, I think, you know, I know Bruno and uh, Hagen were talking about uh, chat GPT and open AI and all that. I can only imagine how much more quickly things will change as you start to adopt some of those new tools and see how they kind of uh, supercharge human creativity and capability. Yeah. Be a lot of fun to, to see what happens there. Um, if you had to give young Kevin some yeah. advice, what would you tell young Kevin? Like, is this like, has there been different types of Kevins, you know? So like, what is this like 11 year old Kevin? Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. That sounds good. No, I'll tell you is I think I would tell young Kevin, Hey Kevin, what's up? Hey, now, how you doing? Um, just to be original, be yourself. I think when starting when you're young, you're trying to, you know, find who you are. And I think like some of the, sometimes your biggest strengths you have to get through your biggest weaknesses. And one of my weaknesses was being a pleaser. It was everyone happy, you know, and, or do I have to, you know, I was a little, just a little different, I had big ears and, you know, and I was trying to find approval, but I say, you know what, you're good. At, you're good at the way you are, you know, just be your, be yourself and try not to be anyone else and be original. So mm. that's what I will say. That's a, a thing of beauty. And I think something, especially at 11 years old, I think that's middle school, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That is, that is tough because you've got all the other kids, you know, giving you a hard time about everything they yeah. can, whether you're the, the, the broke kid or the kid on a weird diet or the kid with big ears or the, the new kid or Whatever, yeah. short kid, the tall kid, it doesn't matter what you are. They will, will find a reason to give you a hard time. And I think that takes a, a lot of courage and uh, self-honesty, right? Yeah. To say, no, like, this is what I am. Like, can say what you'd like but that's this is this is it you know yeah. you're not so perfect either there you know mr bully kid or whomever yeah i don't have kids in school so i don't know what any of that is like but um yeah it's uh one of those things we like, can all embrace one thing I'll, from one last advice i'll tell yeah. like i'll tell if you're ever in the library and a lady in front of you is asking the librarian like do you have any books on paranoia don't go in her ear and say they're behind you because that will just freak everyone out so don't do that do you get it? Par okay. <laughs> very, so very that's well. another good advice for oh young Kevin. Gosh. Uh, I love it. And just for the record too, I, I want you to know, I, I, uh, this is my first time. Usually I have the, the stream up over here and all that. We're trying to, I'm relegating check, duties check, and yeah. all that, you know, we're, things out. we're getting better. Uh, but I did pull up the, um, uh, the, the YouTube chat here about midway through to, to see if we had any questions or anything pop up. And I, I didn't see any, but there, there are more smiley faces, laughing what? faces, crying faces. Oh my goodness! Than I've ever seen. And there was also an uh, official dad joke counter running. Oh, on there here. was. So I want you, if you wouldn't mind, taking a stab real quick before we get off. Uh, what, what was the dad joke count on the official dad joke counter today? Well, let me just do one thing, and then we'll say. You know, I know I'm sad that the queen passed away. You know, like uh, last year, or whenever. But now we're all watching Charles in Charge. You know, so I'm gonna. That's a more of a generation <laughs> joke. So let's go with maybe five. Did I do five? Ooh. Well, if we count that last one, yeah. that's eight, sir. So you're funnier than you even realize. Right. That's that's what we're gonna take on that one. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for for jumping in today. I hope you enjoyed this. I, I know I had a lot of fun. Uh, next week we'll be back on Wednesday from one to two with. Uh, um, oh my gosh. Uh, Zach Cooper, uh, not Zach Cooper, uh, Coker. Thank oh, you. Oh, he is phenomenal. Goodness. Yeah, he's a great guy. And sorry to Zach Cooper. I know if, if you're out there listening, we'll, we'll, we'll get to you someday too. Zach Coker will be here next week, so we'll have 
finally have someone, uh, you know, from the younger generation in here again and someone from the op side of things as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. Join us for that. And this will be up on uh, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple later today. Hope everyone has a great week. And thank you again, Mr. Porter. Thank you.